I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a devotional podcast designed with new moms in mind. I don't know about you, but I feel like the challenges I faced in my first year of motherhood are both silly compared to the sorts of difficulties and trials I know other people face and yet are still so hard considering the amount of growth and pruning and stripping away that has taken place in my life as a new mom. And I find comfort in knowing that a lot of us are so alike in this season of early motherhood and that we're facing many of the same challenges. And this is why something as simple as a mommy podcast or a blog or a conversation with a fellow mom friend can be so relevant and leave us feeling refreshed. And so my prayer is that you finish listening to to this episode feeling refreshed too. This week I started reading through the book of James and today I wanted to share with you a couple of verses from chapter 1 that encouraged me in a big way. Starting off in James chapter 1, verse 2, we are told, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, when I first read this, I had a hard time wrapping my mind around whether I could consider my current challenges to be actual trials. I mean, is it really a trial when I'm dealing with a teething baby who wakes up throughout the night? Or can I count the loneliness that I sometimes feel when I'm home alone with her? Or the tension between my husband and I when we're both letting communication or intimacy slide? But when I take a closer look at the passage, I find my answer in the phrase, trials of many kinds. And I know that even though the things I battle are not perhaps the heaviest or the most serious, they do still matter. And the Lord still wants to be my provider through it all. They are still tests and trials through which my faith can be grown and matured. And it's for this maturity that we are called to choose joy so that eventually we may, as it says in verse four, be complete, not lacking anything. Maybe you agree with me when I say that I would love to know what it feels like to not lack anything, to not have unfulfilled longings or dreams or be crippled by the same weaknesses and making the same mistakes. I mean, what does being mature and complete actually feel and look like? Now, after reading this passage in James, I read a commentary called the McLaren's Commentary about this passage, and it reminded me of the chief goal of all of these things, of choosing joy, of persevering, of becoming mature and complete, and it's through this commentary that I found my answer to the question, what does being mature and complete look like? And as I read this small portion of the commentary aloud, I want you to really let these words sink into your soul. It reads, If I rightly understand the meaning of this world and its bearing on myself, the intention of my whole life to make me what God would have me to be, then I shall not measure things by their capacity to delight and please, taste, ambitions, desires, or sense, but only by their power to mold me into his likeness. Did you catch that? The reason for all of this, the chief goal that we should have in mind is becoming more like Jesus. That's the answer. That's what maturity and completion looks like. And now knowing this, even verse 5 takes on new meaning when it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. We are invited in the midst of our trials to seek wisdom and clarity from the Lord. And this honestly isn't always my first thought or action when I'm facing difficulty in my life. 
Sometimes I wonder if God just wants me to figure it all out on my own. But this passage says otherwise. We are promised that we will receive wisdom when we ask for it in faith. And after giving some thought to how this has played out in my life through past experience, I've realized that there have been many times when God has met me in the middle of my struggles to give me the wisdom I'm looking for, whether it's an immediate practical solution or just a reminder to keep my eyes fixed on Him. But perhaps the best wisdom of all comes in the form of His gentle voice reminding us, Beloved one, this is making you more like my son. Today on the radio, I heard a song I haven't heard in a while, one that you might already be familiar with. It's called Blessings by Laura Story. And the chorus goes like this. What if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? What if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise? I love these words and I find it so fitting for today. This is the thought I want to leave you with. Is it really so hard to count our trials as joy when we know that God is at work in us? When we keep in mind that we're becoming more like Christ in the process of maturing and growing? And how different might our attitudes or our actions be if we consider our trials in life to be his mercies in disguise? James 1 verse 12 is a key verse that I want to share with you before we wrap up with our prayer. It uses the masculine pronouns, but... For the purpose of this podcast, I change it to the feminine ones. And I encourage you to go back and read verse 12 for yourself and to maybe even write it down somewhere where you can be reminded of it and memorize it as a means of girding yourself with truth. James chapter 1 verse 12 says this, Blessed is the woman who remains steadfast under trial. For when she has stood the test, she will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. This is a promise for us to hold on to today, for those sleepless nights, for the financial struggles, for the tensions in our marriage, for the daily surrender of motherhood. We might not get the quick fix or step-by-step -step solution we wish we could have, but what we do have is the assurance that our faith, as it is grown, is making us more like Jesus, and that at the end we will receive the crown of life. What more reason for joy could we possibly need? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your word and for the way it convicts us and challenges us and strengthens us. Lord, I ask that we take your truth in James 1 to heart and that we begin to see opportunities to choose joy in every circumstance and every trial that comes our way. Thank you for your sanctification process, for how you mold us into your likeness. At the end of the day, all we want is to look more like your son, to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We love you and we praise you for never leaving our side. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Mm -hmm.